0: Hello, and welcome to Modern Sisyphus, the podcast that talks about my weight loss journey and how I feel about it. I'm your host, Selena, and um, I have my other host here, Lorraine, and we are going to talk about some new goal setting, is kind of where this is going to go today. My progress report starting off, I gained two pounds. So, I am actually back at my starting weight of 194 pounds. And it, while it didn't feel good, I didn't let it get me down. So let's go ahead and get into it. But first, hi, LaRae. Hi. How are you doing? I'm awesome. I like it. All right, so I told you that... I'd gained two pounds, but I didn't have the same reaction that I did when I gained one pound a couple weeks ago. I still Uh worked out. I still uh, had some productivity this week. So it didn't uh, like knock me out or anything when I saw that weight on there. Uh Woohoo! A possum. Yeah. My workouts were a lot of fun. I did three days of working out at home, and it was just your typical ab workout, arm workout, and leg workout with some squats, push-ups, and sit-ups. I also buried it up every day, and then I uh, did some handstand training, which was pretty cool. And I did so with handstand training, you know what, Laura, I want you to talk about handstand training and how <laughs> to start that and what that looks like. Cause you'll be able to describe it better than I can.
1: Um, handstands are kind of one of my favorite things that I think anybody can, I mean, anybody can work on and it doesn't really matter how old you are. It just, you know, whatever piece of journey is, um, hands training is super, super good because it allows your shoulders to get really stable and your core to stay extremely strong in the opposite position that you need to standing in. So your hands and your arms and your, your shoulders have to be extremely stable to hold yourself up. And it's also a little brain play as well. Um, But you also have to kick in your core to stabilize yourself so you don't basically fall over into the wall. Um, I, when I teach handstands, I teach it super safe and super easy. We actually start feet on the ground and start then ending up into a pike position and you progress it from there. Um, One of the handstand workouts you can do, you can do so many different kinds. Um, But I think the one that I like to teach is the one, um, Flynn, I think you were, were a fan of or you attempted you did you did um I can't explain it if you'd like (laughs) yeah okay so super fast it's something that's like you try it it's no joke like this is not your mama's handstand um so it's six rounds one minute handstand each round now about 40 seconds into it your brain starts to go what the heck is happening if you can't hold your handstand for the entire minute, and I'm not talking about lean against the wall handstand, if you can help it, but you're actively trying to push yourself away from the wall completely upright or one of the other variations. Um, if you can't complete the full minute, you drop down into a plank and you finish up the minute into a plank and you give yourself about you know 15 second rest in between and you know warm up any shoulders or stretch or do anything else to open up. Um, shoulders or anything, any part of that chain, and you do it for six rounds. I'm telling you, round four or round three, your your brain goes, oh, my goodness. I have to do this two more rounds.
0: <laughs> yeah. Good
1: luck me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not as easy as it sounds.
0: Right. And that is the program I have been following. And when I did it on Tuesday... I only had to go down into a plank two times for about 20 seconds. It wasn't even a really long time. So it's getting easier for me. And I like it because handstands, if you can do a handstand and do some of the balancing stuff that you see people doing, it is so cool. And I just want to be able to do that. It's amazing. Yes. And
1: I put five bucks down that it wasn't your shoulders. I got tired faster. It was more of your brain going, uh, what am I doing right now? I need to get down.
0: (laughs) Yes. And that is one of the difficult things to get used to when you're doing handstand training is being upside down and breathing that way One Uh thing I noticed as I'm getting more conditioned for that is I don't get that pressure in my head. So I'm sure the pressure is still there. I just don't let it affect me like it used to. I don't get lightheaded anymore. When I first started trying, I would get lightheaded, red in the face, all of that. And now it's, pretty smooth. So I'm hoping that given it, you know, a little bit more time, I'll be able to do the full six minutes and then start working on, you know, taking my legs away from the wall, like balancing more and, and all of that. Evane wants to do handstand training as you just heard. I'm kidding. She just wants attention.
1: But that's super cool because to me, like we were talking about like, you know, the whole losing weight and this and that and all that kind of stuff. But you have some definite strength goals too. So it's not just about losing weight, but you have like some goals that you're just like, yeah, like I want to be able to do this. And that's part of it too. Like it's also celebrating that little win, in your, win and you're also changing the perspective of what you see yourself as well. Like the fact that you celebrate these strength goals and not just these little these weight goals or aesthetic goals, but you celebrate, like, there's this strong girl movement that's happening right now, and I was just scrolling through Instagram, and looking at all these women that have been fit, but, like, are, are lean, but they have some, like, muscles, because they are, it's a strong girl movement that's happening, um, where muscle is appreciated, and beautiful, and um, that n- did not used to be that way. Um, I would say even six years back or so, it was, not as prevalent as it is now um so i see that you have like physical goals and like weight loss goals and aesthetic goals and i think that's super healthy for you mentally because you can get that win and that confidence that boosted confidence like yeah dude like all right maybe that was one of the reasons why you didn't get so sad about you know losing or gaining the two pounds which we'll still talk about um but that you ended up like you got some wins in. You crushed your workouts, um, and you were really proud of yourself because you know you push yourself past that love, you know, past through that glass ceiling. So maybe that's one of the reasons why you had such a great, like you didn't have an epic fail for the week mentally, is because you're like, dude, I can, I still crushed it. Yes. But dang it with those two pounds, you know.
0: <sighs> Stupid two pounds. yeah and i think you know that um my reaction you know because when i first saw it i was upset i'm not gonna sit here and be like i threw the scale out the door and said screw it no um it was more more to the effect of i was I was just kind of down, like my shoulders were slumped and I, I just kind of said I gained two pounds. So I'm back at the beginning, but okay. Okay. It, it, I gained two pounds. The only, it can really only go down from here in the way of, or I'm sorry, it can only go up from here in the way of I'm back at the starting point. So what I tried before didn't work. Right. So now we get to try something else and right. see what comes of that. And right. I also think that the meditating every day and and having the affirmations and saying what yes. I've been saying, I think that that really also helped to curb it because rather than having these thoughts stay in my head yeah. for days and days and days, it was, I would go in the bathroom and see those words and then it would be like, okay, so now you're going to say this even more and you're going to make yourself believe it even more. And so I think that all helped as well. And, um, yeah, having those fitness goals. I also had another moment this week, you know, cause old habits die hard. This is a, a learning thing and it takes time <laughs> when I was at work this week, we um were moving we were moving an animal, which I do all the time. And we hook up a trailer to do that, you know, just like a horse trailer. And we couldn't get the hitch off the the ball of the the hitch. So the ball on the the truck was stuck to the trailer. And so we we had lifted it up as far as it can go. Well, my coworker, she tried jumping on the truck to get it down, and it didn't work. And she's a little stick figure thing, so she's small. And so I went up there, and I jumped on it, and it popped right out. And she went, yay, you got it. And I said, yep, there's bonuses to being fat. And she goes, you're not fat. You have muscle. <laughs> and she doesn't even know that I'm doing this. She has no idea what I'm I'm doing. And so the fact that she said that too, I was kind of like, yeah, Selena, that's a little reminder from the universe that that stuff right there is, you know, you need to be kinder to yourself and don't laugh at your own expense when it comes to that.
1: Yay! Oh my gosh! I'm going to celebrate that for a huge second because that was not there weeks ago. I'm so freaking proud of you. No. Oh, yes! So proud of you. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's huge. Um, so all of my, anybody that's listening that's like a personal trainer or something like this, yes, today is the day, this is the week that I'm making Selena do measurements. <laughs> because she's going to tell us, possibly, if I can convince her to, next week. She's going to do measurements. And she's going to net up and do it. Because Muscle weighs more than fat, right? And then muscle also metabolizes much higher at a rate than um, fat, you know? Um, so we are, and you're getting your mind shifting away from that whole, like, oh, I'm fat. And you're like, oh, no, like, I'm, I'm strong. You had your bonus of so like, I'm strong, you know, I'm lean. And you're like, okay, I'm, and you're, sorry, you're like, your fat passes. You're like, I'm leaning out, I'm getting tone. It's time to, to just net up, dude. And, take down some measurements because you can't just step on a scale Mm -hmm. you gotta like what if you had gained two pounds and you're like i'm gonna take my measurements this week and you had like two centimeters of uh of like booty muscle and your thighs went down like a centimeter which, well, we all know how, like, two centimeters is a lot of work for booty muscles. you got to do a lot to get two centimeters. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so that is a lot. So, um, you know what I mean? Four centimeters, you get a nice brown. It's it's a, it's a lot. you got you got to work for it. Okay. So, uh, depending on who, who you are, I think. Um, but, see, like, if you had coupled your, okay, I did. Dang, I, I put on two pounds. But then you went and took your measurements as well. We can talk about three, or we can talk about seven. Um, you that might have offset it. You might find that you leaned out a little bit, but you put a little put a little muscle on. Mm-hmm. So I think it might be time for you to pull out a little measuring tape, little cloth ones, and take down legs, hips, waist, uh, chest, and neck, and arms. One, two, three, four, five, six. I think we'll go six. Because then you can see. And then it's just this one more. And instead of thinking it as like, oh, I'm taking my measurements. I'm so fast. It's collecting data. Detaching your brain from that emotional pull that you have with it to this is data. This is creating my progression. We're tracking calories again. Data, weight gain or lost. Data, inches. Data that you can adjust accordingly if you need to.
0: Okay. Well, to <laughs> well, what if I what if I have my measurements from when I took them back in uh, February? Will that count, or do I need to remeasure again? What date is today? Today is the nineteenth of April. 18th of, it's the 18th of April.
1: It's the something of April. It's birthday (laughs) because we're in quarantine. and the day of who knows what in April. We know we're in April. And you took them back in February? No. Time for new set. Nope, nope, and nope.
0: Okay, okay. (laughs) What? Okay. Fine. I'll do it. But you have to say again what I need to measure down? Size. Okay.
1: Hips, hips and booty.
0: Hips. Okay.
1: Waist. Okay. Ribcage and, and chest. Chest. Arms. Um.
0: And neck. Okay. There's neck. Three
1: points on top, Your neck. Your neck.
0: Your neck. Your neck. Your neck. Your neck. Your neck.
1: Your neck. it's neck. Like, it's six points total. But it just gives you more data. So detach the emotional part from that, and just look at it. Like I know that's really hard, and it's way harder being said than done.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: but that just gives you a different perspective. You know what I mean? Like we're not going to go into the caliper testing and pinch like pinch and see where our like our lean to non lean muscle mass is. But at least it gives you a little bit more accurate, um, you know, perspective on things. If you're like, hey, oh, oh lordy, I you know gained an inch in an inch like a centimeter in my in my legs um and you can do it in inches too if you want to versus um metric system, that might be a little bit more relatable and understanding you know what i mean measurement wise because that's probably what you're what we're used to being in um but i mean that's one thing too is like and we don't have to do that every week but i say every month at least Okay. See where you are. Because if you're working out and you're doing HIIT routines and you're doing metabolic stuff and you're doing strength training, your composition's going to change. Okay. Your scale might not move for a little bit, but your composition is going to change. The lean-to-not-lean muscle mass is going to change. So why not be able to celebrate that?
0: Okay. You know? I mean, yeah, I'm I'm open to, to doing that because... You know, the scale, and I've known this from the very beginning, the scale isn't the end-all, be-all.
1: Yeah, but it's a great tool.
0: Right. It's a great data collector. But I would like you to clarify something for me that kind of confuses me. Okay. Okay, so I hear it all the time. Muscle really? weighs more than fat, and I understand why because muscle is denser than fat. But All right. if you have a pound of fat and you have a pound of muscle, it's a pound. So how can you say muscle weighs more than fat? Do you, so? Do you uh, get why that's confusing when you're talking about weight I'll loss like and everything?
1: Okay. Uh, okay. I'll give you a super a great like an example. Um, because, okay, you can look at, say you look at somebody who's super lean and like her percent body fat is 12% and she's a CrossFit, like super gnarly CrossFit competitor. She's lean, but she's really dense. Um, and you can have the same, she can be like, I, I blows my mind You Google this. Like some women look like they're. It look like they're 113 pounds are really actually 150 because they're just, their muscle is so dense. So it's not taking up as much space. So they look smaller, but everything's compacted so much more, they're heavier. You can have that same 150 pounds on somebody that has 20 pounds of fat versus, you know, them and that person is, takes up, there's more space. Does that kind of make sense? in a way, so they look bigger because it's not as densely compact. Um, it's like a gallon, I think, okay, if we're going to think this way. Think like a gallon of water versus a gallon of ice. Ice forms really compact, right, and is real solid, mm-hmm. but it weighs the same amount as water, just in a different form. It's in a more free-floating form, but if you took a glass of water and a glass of ice and you weigh them on a scale and we're not, like, you fill the water up and you fill the ice up, this might feel really bad for, like, this might work or might not. In theory, the ice would be denser, so it would be heavier. If it was the same size, right? Right. Does that kind of make sense a little bit? Mm-hmm. It's just more compact. So they look so... Like I said, the person that looks like they're 113 pounds could be 150 because she's solid muscle. So when you say muscle weighs more than fat, muscle is – you take the same size person and you put it all muscle on there, they're going to weigh heavier than the person that has more of the fat on there versus the muscle. Does that make sense? Kind of? Yes. Also, bonus is that muscle burns calories. Muscle work, you know, more calories burnt. So, it's not necessarily a bad thing to have muscle on your body. Um, I think that's the stereotype that's being changed right now. It's like the hashtag strong girl stuff is happening and and girls with muscles and squats for days and all that kind of stuff. I think we're also changing our perception as a society and what is it called? Societal conditioning or something like that. So, um, yeah, but that composition is, is a big deal. Um, so I want. We can even delve into that later a little bit more if we really wanted to, or we can post something on uh on your, in your Instagram but or something or, or whatnot or but composition non lean muscle mass, lean muscle mass is a is a big deal too. So I think the fact that you are open to taking measurements um will is really cool actually. And detach emotionally from that, but you know, to take it as um more data, data collection. Yeah. I
0: guess. <laughs> so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But that's a really good question. Like, everybody, you know, that's something that I'm pretty sure you're not the only person that's asked. But does it kind of make sense, in a way?
0: It does. And I'm way
1: heavier than I look. <laughs> so. Um, but, yeah. Um, okay. So, yes. So, sweet. So, we're totally moving, like, forward with, like, Um, Big win on the whole, like, you didn't, like, throw everything out when we saw the change in scale, and we're throwing in a little bit of another assessment tool, which is uh, measuring the different um, parts of your body, which is awesome,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so, and you had the physical win, which is super rad, like, to me, I think that's a really rad, um, it's a big accomplishment, too is to have that win within, like, a week that could have been a little bit tougher mentally. And you're totally moving forward with uh, with your rewriting the script, or rewriting your weight loss story, or your weight story from last week. Dude, such big wins. Oh, so excited. <laughs> you best get yourself some socks, or something.
0: <laughs> I've been keeping an eye out on, on socks, you know, because... Facebook listens to what you say, and so I've been getting advertisements for socks. No joke. <laughs> That's awesome. So, I and I it. have not, because when we talked about that, I did not research socks. I didn't. But I've been seeing advertisements for socks, so... Fantastic. I'm keeping an eye out. I think I'm going to be able to find something fun. I mean, I did buy socks last week, but that's different. I had to buy socks for work, so that is what that is. Uh, Yeah, work socks don't count. Um, By the way, you might hear Evane Meow in just a second. She is totally smelling the microphone, so (laughs) she she might... uh, have some input. She has no problem maintaining her weight. She is 10 pounds, and that is what she is all the time. So she's nice and healthy and good. Evane. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. Dude, I'm so excited. This is like, this is a, weirdly enough, a celebration weekend or call. Like, seriously. This is not a, oh my gosh, what happened? What did I do wrong call? This is a woo I mean, okay, we gained two pounds, but eh. you drink a bunch of water and you gain a pound. So I'm super excited about it. Not gonna
0: lie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Evane just is she's yep. um
1: She's excited too. She's yes job, She's what excited.
0: She's very excited. <laughs> she's also just wanting so much attention right now. She's not a normal cat where she's like, oh yeah, no, I'm just going to lounge. She, she's a bangle. So she has very high energy and she requires a lot of Playtime to burn off that energy. And today she's kind of being defiant. She's doing the whole thing. This is where she is like a cat. And I know we're going off topic, but I have to explain the noises that you just heard. <laughs> she does have a tendency to act out and be defiant from time to time. So what she just did was she hopped up on the table smelled the microphone, rubbed on my laptop, and then proceeded to knock off a pencil and bat the pencil around. So, sorry that you all just heard that. Eh, <laughs> and then she just fun. walked off. So, she'll probably come back up here and start me out again. Um, nice. But quarantine yeah, well, life, right? Eh, quarantine fun. <laughs> yeah, so I like hearing yours kind of pointing out the perspective for the week because it's difficult to see yourself outside of your brain. And so it's not until I vocalize some of this and hearing your perspective as well, seeing that I am handling this differently than what I would have. And so what I'm doing as far as the mindset and the intention and everything is... Having an effect and it's making a difference, which is nice because I also felt better throughout the week as far as thinking about gaining the weight and how am I going to do this going forward and being open to taking different data points. It's pretty interesting because when you mentioned taking measurements, I was thinking about that today where I was like, okay, so I weigh myself on Sundays, so I'm going to be weighing myself soon. And how am I going to feel about that? And I just went on this whole kind of train in my head going down of, well, who knows what'll happen? Maybe I lost, maybe I gained, but you can change it. That's okay. And then also relying only solely on one thing is uh, not so beneficial. So kind of relying on other things. And I was also thinking about that at my job, you know, cause taking care of animals, it's not just one thing. It's a whole bunch of things that can affect an animal's health. And so when I was thinking about an animal today, that's having some health issues. I was thinking there are so many factors that go into this and we have to take into account what they're eating, what they're drinking, what their housing is, how are they, are they active? Do they have access to things that might not be good for them? And then being like, you know what, I need to do that for myself. <laughs> so it's nice hearing that you're saying that to me. That we need to get more data points, but how you're how you're handling this is noticeably different.
1: And we should celebrate that. Yes, we should celebrate that because
0: that's <laughs> a big deal. Okay, that's so a huge deal. How about this? We are going to take a break, and during that break, we will discuss how we're going to celebrate it. How does that sound? All right. Okay. We are going to take a quick break. We will be right back. And we're back. Okay, Ray, how are we going to celebrate this?
1: Uh, Let's see. We are talking about socks and we're talking about, what are we celebrating again? Oh, your awesomeness? No, <laughs> just kidding.
0: <laughs> you're so amazing. Your it awesomeness, awesome, awesome
1: sauce. Um, Take a dance class or do something that makes you freaking super stoked. Something that you're like, oh man, I like this a lot. I'm going to go do this or something that makes just something that brings you joy, like celebrate that win by, you know what? If it's going to bring you joy to sit in like your feet in warm water and paint your toenails, knock your knock your socks off. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Something something that may sound dumb to other people or, I mean, you know what? Who cares if it's dumb to other people? No one cares.
0: Um, They all have their
1: own quirks anyway. Everybody has their own quirks and likes their own weird things. Some people like mustard. Some people like mayo you know Mm -hmm. whatever um do whatever makes you happy do one thing with intention because you did this like put the intention out there like because my changed my brain thought I'm gonna do this for myself but whatever it is I'm not gonna tell you what that is because I don't know like you like I don't know you like you know you but whatever makes you happy you don't even have to noodle it now you can tell me next week which you did
0: I actually do know. What? I, every day at lunch, that's my reading time. That's how I get like 30 minutes of reading in. And then on my weekend, before quarantine, I would go to a meadery and a cidery, and I would get a mead, and... Read for an hour. And I haven't been able to do that even at work. It's just been so busy that during my lunch, I haven't been able to because I've been catching up on other stuff. So I am going to, over my weekend, slot an hour of reading time so that I can read and get a good dent in the book that I'm reading. Sweet. Yes. Would you I
1: turn like your it. off What? Would you turn off your
0: phone? Yeah, I'd silence it.
1: Nice. Even better.
0: Yes. Just escape for a while. So that's what I'm going to do to celebrate, is I'm going to read for an hour and I'm going to make a coffee so I can drink my coffee while I read.
1: Delicious. I'm a fan. Yay! That's a rad celebration. And that's super meaningful for just you. Like, that's perfect actually
0: yay so
1: yeah um you had talked about your so many different factors when te- when taking care of animals and you're like oh there's all these different things that happen all the time and then you related it to yourself which i'm super excited about because i think a lot of people don't understand that like the body is pretty a sophisticated thing i was talking with somebody about it not too long ago i think today or t- or yesterday ah it was yesterday one of my nurses, okay, quick intro. One of my nurses is a, uh, she's a, one of my clients and friends is a baby catcher. She's a nurse. She helps with um, with labor and delivery and all that kind of stuff. And it's just insane what the body does. And um, it's so cool. We are talking about how there's so many different things and factors. And, like, you know, if your temperature is different or if your this and that is different, like, it totally affects everything that happens um, chemically and uh electrical and all those kind of different systems that happen in your body. But what is interesting is that you said that that, real, like, that same concept applies to you and how do you, you know, how do we start to address all the other things that are going into or are coming into our body just besides exercise and watching our calories. Now I had suggested possibly, um, I suggest possibly maybe looking at gut health a little bit. I mean, we don't have to have to get full-on food mapping. But maybe noticing, Brad, what feels good to you in the morning you don't wake up, like, and you don't feel bloated, Or what, like, what kind of sets things off a little bit? You know what I mean, too? And that inflames your gut health a little bit. Because that also affects, like, you know, absorption of nutrients and all that kind of fun stuff, too. So what do you think about playing a little bit with that?
0: I'm open to that. I, uh-huh. a couple... Two years ago, I used to be a part of – I can't remember what it's called. I'd have to research it. But it was out of, like, Sacramento. But I got my gut um, analyzed. It was a long-term gut study. And you sent them samples, and then they would send you back stuff that was up with your gut. And, you know, there were some pings there of, you know – Reds, which were things that weren't ideal, but unfortunately, I was never able to get them evaluated because I could never find a doctor that would be willing to look at them because you know it wasn't done with this facility, and so they couldn't or whatever. But I'm totally into gut health and what it means for your gut because, oh my gosh, you could have just a just a podcast on gut health, like or on the gut. It's an amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it's insane that we have that in our in our body. It's a whole little world, really. So, the gut biome. Yes, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. So, yes. what? Okay, so what are you talking about? Break it well, down for me.
1: Okay, so I'm actually thinking of energy sources, like you know, fats, proteins, carbohydrates, all that kind of stuff. It seems to me like one of the best one of the starting points that you can do is by looking at one of the energy sources and compounds. And um most people have like a little bit of like bloating or gut issues I find with um most people I chat with, I should say. Um with more the carbohydrate end versus like the fats or the uh protein end kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe looking at your different energy sources Um, that way, like maybe suggesting taking grains out for a week and then, um, and doing like a rice product or a, uh, or doing root, uh, root vegetables that are, you know, or veggie based or, um, kind of whatever is accessible to you, whatever you have and, you know, whatever is, you know, whatever you can get kind of right now and whatever you can easily omit. I'm going to see if you can add it back in and see if it, like, changes a little bit of your gut health. Do you feel better? Do you have more energy? Do you feel less bloated or kind of whatever, whatever? Maybe playing a little bit with that within the next couple weeks. I mean, this isn't, like, a one-time deal, but, you know, cut out all bread and put it back in and say, oh, my gosh, like, I don't feel great. But at least if you have that little sense, like, the knowledge of the sensitivity, then maybe, like, you can – Okay, cool. I know I'm gonna add. I, if I add this in today, I'm gonna feel a little bit like eh. Tomorrow or the next couple of days, and and that kind of is part of the journey of nutrition and understanding that kind of stuff for your body.
0: Yeah. Okay. What do you think? So, are you saying cutting out all breads for like a certain period of time? Or are you saying just trying it for a day? And then seeing how I feel the next day or throughout the days, um, do you have an idea for timeline?
1: This is definitely going to take you longer than a day. This is like a
0: week. So you're so you're saying no breads, like no grains or anything for a week.
1: Well, I'm suggesting, like, if you're going to cut out, like, um, one. Carbohydrate source rice is one or like potatoes are one or bread is one or pasta is one. Like bread and pasta are usually the ones that everybody cuts out to see if like, if they get a lot of bloating or not. So that's one of the ones or like, you know what I mean? There's like so many different kinds of different things. Um, you can try it. I mean, cut out... See what it. See what happens if you cut out, like, bread and pasta. And then add, like, bread or pasta in. And you're like, oh, okay, this is fine. Or, oh, okay, I'm cool with both of these, you know? Mm-hmm. Because you can't do it just, like, one day. Because there's these things called delayed reactions, where it's, like, you eat something, and then like, three days later or two days later, you feel, like, total terribleness, and you can't figure out what it is. If you write it down or food map it, or if you take it out for a full week, let your body adjust to it and then add it back in it's a pretty clear pretty clear message that you can get or so
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah but so just by finding what sense what your body's a little more sensitive or to is that it kind of helps you pick like the 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 diet or the the inner the um eating lifestyle way or whatever you want to call it diets i think it's a silly word but um the lifestyle, the foods that you eat normally, you know, mm-hmm. it kind of helps create that for you. Versus trying the the carnivore diet, the Mediterranean diet, the intermittent fasting, the this, the that, the whatever, 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 whatever. Just start finding out what what agrees with your body a little bit more, and then what doesn't.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you know, like, and then you don't do your measurements the next day that you feel, that you eat something that you know you're going to blow it up a little bit more. Or you're going to
0: feel more sensitive to. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Okay, so how about this? Because I also don't want to try to do too much and then oh, yeah, get I overwhelmed and, right. you know. Fail. Uh, for sure. So how about this? About three times out of the week for breakfast, I have peanut butter... And honey and banana on some toast. Uh-huh. So and I get um sprouted grain bread. Okay. So what if I took the bread out and did sweet potato slices instead for Legit one perfect. For one week. That would be good.
1: Yeah. It's a great step.
0: Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Holy really great okay
1: i think that's a good step because don't forget we're still working on the mental stuff we're still taking the measurements nutting up and taking measurements for that kind of stuff as well adding in your workouts so if we like if we're like oh we're gonna change everything and cut it all out i can um completely understand why you would feel overwhelmed and be like nope this is way too much work i give up this is too hard but if we take those little little steps Remember what that first episode or second episode I was talking about running a marathon? Mm-hmm. You just put one foot in front of the other? Mm-hmm. Same. Okay. We're past mile marker in one. We're into miles two, three. We're in the first half of the race.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so for next week, okay, let's lay um, out the goals so I know what I need to do. Great. So I'm going to maintain saying the affirmations in the mirror. But I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to change I am toned to I am lean. Huh. Why? Because I like lean better than toned, I guess.
1: There you go. I'm
0: cool with it yeah because you can uh-huh. still be because you can still be lean and be toned i feel like when i say i am toned it uh it puts a different mental image in my head than when saying i am lean so when i hear i am lean that puts a totally different image in my head that is more accurate to what I want to be as opposed to I am toned. Yes. Yeah? That's
1: cool. Yes, I'm down. That's why they call it sometimes in, in the little in, in the industry. called leaning out.
0: Okay. You're
1: just changing your body composition. You're leaning out. Ooh, I like that's it. That's the cycle you're on right now. Okay. You're on the leaning out cycle. Okay. And that's super awesome that it's a very positive connotation with that. Yes, I'm freaking winning, man. You're awesome.
0: <laughs> You're awesome. So good. Okay. Okay, Okay. so. We got the
1: things. What's the goal? So we got the mental. We mm-hmm. got the physical, which is the measurement, right? By- and we're doing six points. Yes. And we got the mental, physical, uh, gut. The guts. Yes. Which is the omitting of the, the breads.
0: Yes. Love it. So, I don't I don't really consume a whole lot of of pasta as it is. Like I actually get a lot of my carbs from vegetables, but I do consume uh bread in that peanut butter toast I was telling you about. I also have like breakfast sandwiches with sprouted grain or sprouted grain bread. So I'll just switch that all out for sweet potato um yeah. slices.
1: And if nothing happens, cool.
0: Yes, then I get my bread back. (laughs) But if something does happen, I have more answers.
1: Yeah, then you're like, oh, okay, well, maybe that's we got to figure out what's in that bread. Or maybe we got to figure it out. But we'll go ahead and experiment with that a little bit. But that's cool. If it happens, great. Again, collecting data.
0: Yes. Okay. Awesome. And then. That, okay, so those are the goals. We have those. And then, okay, we've got this. All right, so.
1: I feel like you're excited.
0: I am excited. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this is the same goal, but by different means. And it's new. So I am able to... It feels attainable now.
1: Yes, so good.
0: Yeah, yes. (laughs) All right. All right. So I have an exciting announcement or we both do. We have social media pages now. So yeah. So we are at Facebook, um, at modern Sisyphus podcast. And we are also on Instagram and you can find us at modern underscore Sisyphus underscore podcast and if you would like to know what my measurements are, that is where I will be posting them. So head yeah. on over to those social media pages, check them out. Um, probably be taking my measurements tomorrow. So look for it on Sunday. But head on over and uh, show this podcast a little bit of support. Lorraine, do you have anything you would like to promote this week?
1: Yes, um, I have. Been, it's been called to my attention and I'm going to be doing a... Building your lung capacity workshop or mini workshop. It's not going to be huge, it's going to be minis. And so, head on over to my Instagram page, and details will be put up within this next week. Um, and I haven't quite decided when to schedule it yet, but it will happen. So, it's that foundation underscore movement underscore fitness, building your lung capacity, and that goes for anything and everything. So, absolutely, it's totally applicable.
0: That's awesome. That sounds so okay. exciting. That's kind of fun. Yeah, lots of breathing, (laughs) building up those lungs. Awesome, and to the listener, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to us today. As always, you've got that boulder. Just keep on pushing it. You'll get there. We'll get there together. All right, guys, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.